Hello and welcome to the Hardball Hangout Loop. There he is with the Angels, Verlander as well. Correa met with Hinch and let's hang out and talk some hardball. Patrons, get exclusive access to merchandise, baseball, and football giveaways and so much more. Go to patreon.com slash century17 or the link in the description to get started. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Hey, what's up guys? It is Sam here. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Century17YT, the Discord, subreddit, and YouTube, as well as Twitch, all linked in the description. We're going to be posting on those all the time. Discord and subreddit, it's all for the discussion. The Discord has a specific channel for baseball. The subreddit, it is all about baseball. So make sure you go join our discussion on that. We want to talk free agency on there. As for YouTube, I put up content all the time. Twitch, I'm going to be streaming some Sporkle, which Sporkle is a really fun website, which does all kinds of sports baseball quizzes all the time, if you somehow did not know. Anyway, go follow me on all of those. All right, we are going to get into our episode today. We're just going to go over some of the free agent signings that have happened. And uh, it's time for the news of the day. News of the day, Justin Verlander. He signed a one-year, $25 million deal. Also has a club option for next year. So if he does really well, he can opt out of it and try to go hit the open market. But if he does not do so well... He's going to be making another $25 million with the Astros. So basically guaranteeing himself $50 million. Aaron Loop has signed a two-year $17 million deal with the LA Angels. Anthony DeScalfani signs a three-year $36 million deal with the Giants. Adding to the Giants' to-do list, they also got Brandon Belt to accept their qualifying offer for one year $18.4 million. A couple of rumors were about to go over. Wander Franco reportedly about to sign a massive eight-year deal, maybe upwards of $250 million. I'll tell you why it's too early coming up next. Alex Wood is about to re-sign with the Giants. The Giants are all over their free agents right now. Sonny Gray was put on the trade block. Castillo and Male are off limits for the Reds. The Orioles placed John Means on the trade block. Matt Olson was also placed on the trade block, but his asking price is very high. This team looks like the Yankees are shying away from it. All right, it's time to go over these one by one. Justin Verlander, one-year deal, $25 million with a club option in his second year. Uh, Justin Verlander 100% wins this deal. Uh, it's... For the Astros, it's a high risk, and there is a high reward, but there's a very low floor as well, because what if he really sucks this year? That'd be suck to be them. Verlander just guaranteed himself $50 million at least. He could go out if he has a great year with the Astros, go out and get even more money in the open market next year. So he pretty much just won this deal completely. Aaron Loop, probably the most underrated player in all of baseball from 2021. I'm a Phillies fan. I'm saying that, dude. He was a beast with the Mets. Posted a sub 2.5 ERA this year with the Mets. Great relief pitcher. But uh, he signs a two-year, $17 million deal with the Angels. The Angels coming out firing. They get Cindergaard from the Mets. They get Loop from the Mets. They're looking. They're pretty sure they just traded for Tyler Wade, shortstop from the Yankees. Nice bench player there. They look like they're going to come out swinging in free agency this year. They're trying to push playoffs. I think they just get a couple more pitchers. They could be pushing playoffs. Add Max Scherzer this rotation. They're looking pretty good for the playoffs, honestly. Anthony DeScalfani, three-year deal, $36 million with the Giants. And uh, here's why I think Anthony DeScalfani lost on this deal. I get it. He did really well with this Giants team, but I think he could have made a lot more money on the open market. I think a team like the Mets, a team like the Phillies, a team like the Blue Jays would have paid him a lot more money than just 36 over three years, and maybe even for longer. I thought when he originally was put on free agency, I thought he might make 
five years, maybe upwards, who knows, upwards 80 million. That's what I was thinking, five for 80. That's was looking reasonable, but Giants decide to get him three for 36. It's a steal for the Giants, in my opinion. Brandon Bell accepts the Giants' qualifying offer, one year, 18.4 million dollars. Brandon Belt, I mean, he's not going to make any more money, and he doesn't want to hit the open market. He's been with this team for pretty much his whole entire career. It's like pretty neutral here. Brandon Belt, there's no way he's going to make any more money than that. I thought he might make less if he went anywhere else, obviously. Brandon Belt staying with the Giants for at least another year. Maybe he retires soon. All right, now here's the stupid thing. Wander Franco reportedly trying to sign a massive deal, eight years plus, maybe, and they might even try to get him $250 million. All right, I get it. Biggest hyped prospect coming into this year. I get it. What did he do this year? He was okay. He was a rookie. He was by no means absolutely insane. He was okay. Why are you trying to lock this guy up for a super long-term deal out of his first year? Wait another year at least, maybe two. I'm pretty sure he has two years left on his contract. I say wait another year, year and a half, then you go out and you sign him. Alex Wood about to re-sign with the Giants. They're looking at five years. Uh, pretty good move for the Giants. They're really trying to just re-sign this core group that they had. They're probably going to end up adding to it. I think they bring in maybe Max Scherzer. Maybe they bring in, like, Trevor Story at shortstop. They're really trying to bring this core group back together, trying to make another World Series push. Sonny Gray was put on the trade block. Ugh, teams that could go out and get Sonny Gray. I mean, every team needs starting pitching, obviously. What about the Phillies? Phillies trying to get Sonny Gray? I mean, who knows? Mets could try to get Sonny Gray. Pretty much any team in the NL East outside the Braves really has a need for Sonny Gray right now. The Orioles, they put means on the trade block. Now, this one is a really interesting one. Team like the Blue Jays, the only reason they couldn't get him is because they're division rivals. Again, the Phillies could try to go out get John Means, add to this starting rotation. And while he probably would not thrive nearly as much because it's a sandbox in Citizens Bank Park, I think he could still do pretty decently there. Matt Olson was also placed on the trade block with Matt Chapman. Now, there was a point in time where Yankees fans were big on... We're going to get Olsen and Chapman together. That's a bit ridiculous if you ask me. First of all, no way that the A's are trying to get something huge for Matt Chapman right now. Matt Chapman, I get it. He's a gold glove third baseman. He is not good at hitting the ball. I get it. He can have some clutch hits sometimes. He really does not hit the ball that well. Strikes out a ton. Doesn't hit for too much power. A team like the Phillies, I hate to keep burning out the Phillies, but like, it would work perfectly if they were to go out and get a player like Matt Chapman. As for Olsen, I think he doesn't get traded. I think that he's just going to go to free agency whenever it is next year because they're asking way too much for him. Not way too much, it's just they're asking for a lot for him. Teams are just aren't willing to pay for that, but, and, and his contract isn't terrible either. One other thing I just want to go over before we end today's episode is uh, I just want to go over a like kind of an epiphany of a trade here. So hear me out. The... Uh, the Twins, you know, there's a lot of trade rumors around there for Byron Buxton. And here's one thing I think could 100% work in a package deal. Josh Donaldson, obviously not the biggest building piece that the Twins were hoping for. I think they could be decent this year if they add a couple of pieces, but I don't think that John Donaldson's a big building piece for them. I think Buxton is, but I don't think that they're going to keep him around for the next long time. I think, I hate to keep bringing up the Phillies, what if they traded Donaldson and Buxton to the Phillies? Third base and center field are two huge positions of need for the Phillies. You'd think, well, the Phillies could just trade for Byron Buxton. 
Think about it. Josh Donaldson has two years, $50 million left on his contract. They could almost get him for cheaper if they go out and they decide to throw in Donaldson into this deal. It's like getting a good third baseman, just deducting the price for Byron Buxton. Buxton's the big building piece. Donaldson's the rental, if you will, for a couple of years. I think it's genius. I think it could definitely happen. Let me know what you guys think. Go to the subreddit. Go to the Discord. Follow me on all my socials. As I said before, this is the Hardball Hangout. I'm Sam Napoli, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Have a blessed day.